Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yo, 92.9 The Game. Spring Training Baseball Show. For the next three hours, join Annie Bunker, Brian Jordan, and Joe Patrick as they talk MLB in the ATL. Brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. The Spring Training Baseball Show is on. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Well, good morning and welcome in live from Orlando, Florida for Braves Spring Training. My name's Andy Bunker alongside Brian Jordan and Joe Patrick. This is our Spring Training Show. Uh, Atlanta Braves special coverage brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. And fellas, it's been a fun 24 hours down here. We, we arrived yesterday. We got a chance to go down to Fort Myers and check out the, the Braves against the Red Sox. A pretty legit test for a young Kyle Wright, that Red Sox lineup. And I think we, we learned a bit yesterday, much of which we'll share with you over the next three hours. And we're less than two weeks away from Major League Baseball in 2019. A team looking to repeat as AL East or sorry NL East champions from last season and there's a lot of excitement a lot of excitement and uh I mean what a lineup Boston has that was so much fun going down there and seeing that miniature green monster (laughs) field and Fort Myers uh Florida but uh you know I love what I saw out of Kyle Wright you know I know we're going to get into it a little more but uh he was fantastic yeah, I think it's this team is fascinating to me. Just the the mentality of the team having won the division last year and they're coming in with a chip on their shoulder still because Brian Snicker told us no one's picking them to win the division and he understands why, all the players understand why and I think that's going to give them kind of a an added boost as the season goes on. That's the that's what you want. You never want to go in as a favorite. Last year nobody gave us any chances at all. We were comfortable, we were relaxed, and went out there and played unbelievable baseball. That's why we won the division. Now, we're under the microscope, of course, but I love the attitude right now of this team. That's the voice of Brian Jordan. You're very familiar with that voice, of course. You can follow him on Twitter, at 2Sportsman. The other voice you've heard, you may be familiar with by now, you may not. That's Joe Patrick. He's our, our new 92.9 The Game Braves insider. You could follow all his work on our website, 92.9thegame.com. You can also follow Joe on Twitter, at JAPatrick200. Uh, and again, Joe is going to be covering the Braves as our insider all season long. And we'll, we'll hear from Brian Snitker in about 15 minutes. We got a chance to chat with him yesterday. A good, a good solid seven or eight minute conversation with yeah. Snit on the field while batting practice was going on. And, you know, got some insight from him about what camp has been like, about what he's looking forward to. And you guys both mentioned the fact that, yeah, that the team won the division last year. There are higher expectations. There is that chip on the shoulder. No one's going to be underestimating them. But you wouldn't know it from being out there yesterday. It was pretty relaxed. Everybody was having a a nice time. And um, I think that that's probably the best vibe that you could. uh, Brian, you've been in plenty of spring trainings. You you know, and plenty of spring trainings that ended up in teams that went to the playoffs and onto the World Series. Um, 
a relaxed vibe, probably a good thing, I would think. Oh, no question about it. And we knew going in, it's a Fort Myers trip, three hours. The veterans were not going to go on that trip, but the young guys, of course, had to make that trip. And, uh, you know, that's the great thing about spring training when you get a chance to, to travel three hours and see these young guys go out there and perform. These guys are fighting for their lives. They want to make an impression. And uh, we seen some young guys yesterday make some serious impressions. But, you know, none more than, than Kyle Wright. I know – this guy is, is on the verge of, to me, of breaking through. And uh, he knows that everybody has all eyes on him. He has a, a, a number five starting spot still available, according to the manager. But we know, I think, Tukey is the front runner. But with Fulton Everage being injured going into the season, I mean, Kyle Wright, I mean, Bryce Wilson, mm-hmm. those guys know they have a chance. I mean, Max Freed, another guy who is – going out there pitching for his life, they smell that opportunity. And uh, those guys are going out there competing and competing hard. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting to see how this kind of starting pitching battle has played out because when you came into spring training, you had a handful of guys who were really battling for one spot. Now it's open to two spots with Fulton Evans's injury. Um, and you had guys like Luis Gohara and Mike Soroka where things didn't really work out for them as they probably had planned. But then you also have guys, like you mentioned, Bryce Wilson, Kyle Wright, these guys who have really stepped up to the plate and shown that you know they're going to be the ones that could potentially, probably make this opening day roster. So it's really interesting to see which guys kind of emerge from those battles. You know, and and everybody's talking about Kyle Wright. They're talking about Tukey and Max Freed. But my underdog right now is Bryce Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember last year when they brought him up. He traveled to Pittsburgh for his debut, and uh, he was nothing but spectacular out there for six innings, six shutout innings to Pittsburgh Pirates. Young guys who could really – they were hot at the time. And uh, he went in there and shut those guys out, got his first major league hit that game. But all spring training long, nobody's talking about Bryce Wilson, but he is going out there and shutting teams down. So, you know, I know Snicker in our conversation mentioned to me, he said, hey, don't forget about Bryce Wilson. I mean, he looks really good. He is really competing and fighting for that spot. And right now he's the underdog. But watch out. He might be the guy that, that breaks camp. Well, and if you look at his numbers, alongside with, with Kyle Wright's numbers, alongside with Max Fried's numbers, um, he, he stacks up with all he of does. those guys in spring training thus far. He's pitched nine and two-thirds innings. His ERA is 1.86. And, look, I understand it's spring training. We're not going to get right. too obsessed with what people have done numbers-wise. But if it's an open competition, which it is, Right, and and if it's maybe one of the most interesting unanswered questions thus far in spring training, which I think that it is, it, Bryce Wilson doing what he's done puts himself right in that conversation. The same thing with Kyle Wright. The same right. thing with uh, with Tuki Tucson. And what's interesting about about those guys at the back end is they're actually pitching better than the guys that are going to be at the front end of the rotation. Sean Newcomb has not had a, a great performance in spring training thus far. Uh, 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 Kevin Gossman hasn't been great thus right. far. Obviously, Fulte's hurt, so maybe that competition that these guys are, are feeling for those final two rotation spots is actually having them rise to the occasion, and you're seeing that performance from them that you're not seeing from the guys that know that they're in the rotation. And, and something that what we got from Kyle Wright yesterday, which I really like to see, and I think you have to give Brian Snicker a lot of credit for this, is a guy like Kyle Wright talking about how fun the competition is with these yes. other guys. It's not, you know, it, these guys don't feel pressure where where a lot of times they can. You know, young players trying to make an, a roster can feel that pressure and maybe a little, you know, inner squad competitiveness with each other. But to me, it seems like these guys are just going out there having fun, you know, rooting for each other, like Kyle said. 
You know, in the conversation with Kyle, though, I mean, I watched Vanderbilt pitchers for a long time from David Price when I used to call it SEC baseball. Vanderbilt runs a great program, and a lot of times those pitchers that graduate from Vanderbilt and move on to the next level, they are their demeanor is so different than anybody else's. And in talking to Kyle, he was so relaxed yesterday. I think he passed the biggest test yesterday that I can say any pitcher has. And when you talk about Gosman and those guys, those guys are veterans. They pace themselves through spring training. They're working on certain things. They don't want to show the opposition that they might face during the season their best stuff. So I don't look at their numbers, the veterans, but it's important to look at the young guys because they're out there competing, and they have to face those guys and do their best. But that first inning, you saw Kyle Wright struggle a little bit, you know, just missing, leaving some pitches up, and he got hurt. The biggest test is how those young guys bounce back. And Kyle Wright was spectacular after that first inning. And he competed, and he attacked those hitters. And that's why I say Kyle Wright made a big step forward yesterday. Yeah, a lot of fun to watch him play yesterday. I, I didn't think about this until just now. You make a great point, Brian. We talked to a couple of Vanderbilt guys. I guess maybe that was our that was our mo yesterday. We're going to talk to some <laughs> talk to the smart guys. We talked to Kyle Wright. We right. talked to talked to Dansby as well. Both of those conversations uh, you'll hear in full as the show goes along this morning. Uh, coming up in ten minutes, we're going to give you our entire conversation with Brian Snitker as well. Uh, he didn't go to Vanderbilt, but still was was a lot of fun to, to talk to him. Uh, this is the spring training show, by the way, brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. Bringing you live coverage from spring training down here in Orlando, Florida. And again, yesterday was great. Got a chance to see the guys against a, a legit, I mean, the world champ, the world champ Red Sox. Yes, yes. And, they, and they played their, their championship the lineup best. at the top mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, so I think we got a, a really good idea of how Kyle Wright would respond to that sort of situation. It was just fun to be there in general, though. Walking around, seeing fans uh, get excited to see some of the players. Seeing fans get excited to see Brian Jordan. This is a guy you travel with Brian Jordan. Let me tell you, you got to add in an extra ten minutes every time you go oh, anywhere because wow. you got to stop and sign stuff and shake hands and kiss babies. I don't blame fans, but I, I forgot that that's what it was going to be like traveling with such a celebrity. I was wa- I was walking next I was walking next to Brian. I could just notice people tapping tapping their significant other on the shoulder and pointing at him as you know quietly as you walked by. And that's the great thing with a lot of Boston fans. Yeah, doing yeah. That, man. So uh, there no, he is. He's Andrew. There's Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones. <laughs> or there's Ron. Oh, it's, I think it's Ron Gann. <laughs> Believe me, I'd, I've heard that too often. But, uh, you know, just to be recognized, man, it's an honor. And, and I feel like every every player, every athlete should appreciate that and shake hands and, and greet the fans because, you know what, that's why we play the game, you know. And you know what, we, we actually got a good chance to see that from the players too yesterday. Again, the, the, the relaxed atmosphere that is spring training. As soon as uh, Ozzy Albies was done taking cuts in the cage, there's Braves fans lined up along the backstop yelling at his name, and he comes over, he signs autographs for five minutes. Same thing with Christian Pache. Yeah. We want to talk about him as Man. well because yeah, we do. You know, he, he's a guy who's been getting a lot of – a lot of headlines in spring training, a lot of hype in spring training, and I'd never seen him in person before. First of all, that dude's big. Mm-hmm. Second of all, that dude's fast. <laughs> and we saw him cover some ground in center field yesterday, and uh, as soon as that ball came off the bat, Brian, you and I are sitting there next to each other. Uh-oh. <laughs> that, ball's, yep. that ball's tagged, and he tracked it down in deep center field and made a great catch, and I think sort of gave us an idea of what he can be as well. All right. 
A lot coming up this morning from now until noon. We will let you hear our conversation with Brian Snicker coming up next. We also caught up with Dansby Swanson and Kyle Wright. So much to get into here over the next three hours or so on the spring training show. Brian Jordan, Joe Patrick, and Andy Bunker live from spring training in Orlando. Brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. We'll be right back and let you hear from Brian Snicker here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. When it comes to our Braves, nobody's got you covered like us. As we take you live to Florida for our spring training baseball show. Brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. Here's Andy, Brian, and Joe on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to Orlando. Coming to you live from Braves Spring Training on the 92.9 The Game Spring Training Show. Brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. Andy Bunker, Brian Jordan, and Joe Patrick. Before we get to our conversation with Brian Snitker yesterday, um, I guess it's kind of interesting to think about Brian Snitker the man, isn't it? I mean, he's in a very unique position. He's lifelong brave. 40 years in the, in, the, uh, in the organization. Last year, you saw the emotion on his face when they won the division. That oh, was yeah. one of the great moments of the season. Um, and now he's, he's, he's the manager. He's the guy. Last year was a prove-it season. He's got a two-year contract now. He proved it. Uh, I, I wonder if it feels any different for him headed into this season than maybe it has other years of his career. You know, absolutely not. Uh, I think all managers know that they're on a hot seat every year. You know, you, you got to play up to the fans. Uh, you know the media will get on you if you're losing and, and the expectations are on you. And Brian Snicker is from the cloth of Bobby Cox. I mean, he's so laid back. Uh, he's fun-loving. Guys just take to him as we see every day in that clubhouse. They love him. They love playing for him. But if you ask him, I, I guarantee he says, hey, every year you're in a hot seat in his mind. He has to go out there and do the best job he can, make the guys feel comfortable, and get those get the best out of each guy. You know, we saw that last year. Uh, of course, he was on a hot seat. Nobody, you know, everybody loved him for what he did the year before, but everybody was still a little uncomfortable, still testing the waters with Brian Snicker, and he continues to prove himself to be a great manager. And uh, I'm happy for him. I'm glad they gave him an extension. You know, it, you – as a manager, you're always uncomfortable when you change the front office. And Alex Anthopoulos coming from Toronto, usually those GMs come in and they want their guys in position, but Brian Snicker made it hard for him by going out there and proving himself and winning. So I'm, he was rewarded, and, uh, you know, I just pushed for this guy because he, he's the best. And I think you have to give Alex Anthopoulos some credit for having that trust in Snicker. Yes. Um, you know, a, a guy who, like you said, has been cut from the cloth of, of, a, of one of the best managers this sport has ever seen. And I would love to get your perspective on this because you've played for lots of different types of managers. What kind of what what are the things that Snicker does so well that kind of keeps these guys um, motivated, but also on a level plane, kind of throughout the season and 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 constantly, you know, looking forward. Well, as a player, man, the one thing you want is to go out there and be able to play your game. Give 110% and, and do your best. And some managers don't allow you to do that. I played with some three Hall of Fame managers, <laughs> and I can say they all were different in, in different ways. But for Brian Snicker, you go out there and play, you give 110%, and he will leave you alone. If if you do something wrong like Andrew Jones you know, kind of was lazy on the ball, and Bobby Cox yeah. yanked him out. Brian Snicker will do the same, but yeah. he will give you the ability to just go play, and that's all guys want as a player: just to go out there 
and perform at a high level and do their thing. And we see Acuna, Albies, those guys have so much energy and have fun. And some managers will probably try to rein those yeah. guys in, but not Snick. Go out there, have fun, enjoy the game. And that's what we see every day by these Braves players. And to me, that's what's so fun about this Braves team is that they really have a personality. They really express themselves when they play the game. And like you said, a lot of times in baseball, the game is so regimented yes. that that, it, that players can't do that. you know. But this team, and part of it is the personalities. Acuna, yeah. Albies, these guys love to go out there and have fun. But I think Snicker kind of gives them that platform. Well, let's hear from the man. We got a chance to speak with him yesterday as batting practice was going on, standing on the field. He's in full uniform, the sun shining down in, in beautiful Florida, getting ready for the season to, uh, what, less than two weeks away from yes. us. Uh, and again, all of our interviews exclusively brought to you here from spring training by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. Here was our conversation from yesterday afternoon with Brian Snitker. This year, kind of came off the radar to win the division. We had some young guys that really kind of found themselves, and now we expect to win. We're expected to win, and you know, somebody asked me about that, and it's like, so we've been working towards. You know, we've been grinding this thing for the last four or five years, trying to put ourselves in this position, and um, it's not going to be easy. It never is. I told the guy, man, this work. It's only we've only started, really. Um, we're just you know at the tip of the iceberg, and you know we're still young. We're still we're still growing, maturing as a team. Guys are still because I always say you know there's layers I think to peel off to be a major leaguer, mm-hmm. and we we peeled the layer off last year, but we're not done peeling yet. And um, so we still got a lot of work to do. Um, but guys came to camp. I, I told them it's like remember how good that felt when that last out was made and we clinched the division, mm-hmm. and how hard and how much work it took to get there. And but they came, man. Guys have been enthusiastic. The intensity's been off the charts. The work ethic has been just phenomenal and um, I think you know I see guys dedicating themselves to become a better player is that sort of the the standard for this year knowing I mean talking about the the last out making the playoffs winning the division is that where it starts going into 2019 yeah I mean you know I don't think anybody's going to pick us to repeat I mean after what everybody did in the division but I say too you know we got to play the games that's you know we went into this thing a year ago and knowing that we had to play the games and um, I think everybody's excited about getting the season going and, and uh, kind of seeing where we stack up because we you know we feel very good we're a year older we had some some good additions that uh, that were added uh, to our ball club in the offseason and I think everybody to a man feels like that we you know we're going to win the division again well speaking of those additions you got Donaldson from Toronto and I know Alex Anthopoulos and him have a good relationship how, how has he looked so far to spring training he's been great I mean he's um, we kind of slow played him a little coming in because he had hurt his calf last year in spring training and and um, so he's been doing a lot of extra work and the conditioning um, he's back you know he's back on the on the radar now and he's playing third base and and he's going to add unbelievable presence number one in our lineup and, and number two in the clubhouse I mean this is a, a veteran guy that has a pedigree well speaking of Donaldson Camargo and he've had an excellent year in the second half of the season I know a lot of fans expected him to come back and be an everyday player what's going to be his role this year well, he's going to be that super utility guy, and we'll move him around. And, you know, when you have a guy like that, and because guys get nicked up and guys may have to miss two weeks, and we know that this kid can go in and, and play all over the diamond and, and do it really well and uh, for an extended period. So, again, you 
you know, he's another young guy that, that's going to that's being asked to assume a different role than he had last year. Um, you know, and it was a situation two years ago, three years ago. I remember we moved him around the diamond in spring training, thinking that probably that would be where he um, where he profiled. And um, so it's just you know I got to try and keep him as active as I can because like you say, the kid got a lot of big hits for us last year. Played an unbelievable third base um, and just and had a really solid year. I looked at the end of the year thinking, where are we going to go get this guy? You know, so um, to his credit, he's come, worked his tail off, been just upbeat, great, you know, understanding um, understanding where he is on our ball club. And, you know, he's another kid that he's just all about winning. We talk a lot about additions and differences, but I think we sort of forget to remember that Ronald Acuna wasn't on the opening day roster last year. He came later, obviously had the year that he had, but what do, what are you expecting from him? Like, how realistic is it for fans to, to be looking at Ronald this year as the the guy that he can be? <laughs> well, he, he can be that guy, that's for sure. Um, I'm not expecting anything. I'm not going to do that to myself or to him. Um, this is a very talented young man, and um, you know, he I watched him. The thing that's so impressive about him, how the, the adjustments he made when he came. Um, and then I think he saw really quick that some adjustments that he needed to make. He did it. You know, I, at the end of the year, I look at his numbers and, and it blows me away because I was there and watched all of it and still didn't realize how good it was. Um, but he's had a really good camp, obviously. He's, he's swinging that bat really well. Um, playing, you know, he and EY have been really working their tail off in the outfield. And because, uh, you know, I, and that's like I talked to him. It's like he can get better. I mean, he's not a finished product either. I mean, he's still growing, still learning again how to be a major leaguer. Um, he's not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. They're going to game plan. They're going to, you know, they're going to watch a lot of video, and they're going to be ready for him. And that's, again, some of the layers that you peel off in becoming that major leaguer that you want to be. I know health-wise is always a concern of any manager. And uh, you look at Fulton Nevich and you look at Dansby Swanson coming back from an injury. What's the progress on those guys? Well, Dansby's been great. You know, he's back and, and just one of the guys now. I mean, we kind of put him through a little regimented um, a regimented uh, see, or, uh, program. Um, his wrist feels good. He looks great. I mean, I love his at-bats. He's playing really good defense. And I think, you know, you're going to see a different Dansby just because the, the kids, um, he's healthy again. And um, Fulte is still just, he's just tossing. He's going to throw a bullpen tomorrow. Um, so he got set behind. I mean, he's going to be behind and, and um, we're going to have to build him back up. So, um, you know, that's tough when probably your projected opening day starter goes down. And and um, But, it, you know, it's one of the things. Everybody deals with it. We're not the only ones that have to deal with that kind of thing. And, and we have a lot of really good young depth that we're going to probably tap into and, and uh, we'll be okay. I know it probably makes for difficult decisions, but it has to be fun too all the young pitchers that are competing for those fourth and fifth starting spots? No, it is. I say you need that depth. Um, and I told the guys, like somebody, you might all not go north with us, but you're going to pitch here. We're going to need them all. You know, that's the thing. I mean, you try and get as many guys stretched out as you can. Because as we saw, we used 33 pitchers last year. Ten guys made their major league debut on our staff last year. Um, so, you know, and it's it's going to be a lot of young youth and a lot of young guys that we're going to need to tap into in our minor leagues to, to get this thing done today or this year. Great stuff from Brian Snicker yesterday. Very nice of the manager to spend a, a good chunk of his pregame time with us at the uh, what was it, the JetBlue Park before we saw the Braves take on the Red Sox yesterday. And before a we got Jet to Blue see, Park. it was yeah. a jam-packed right. JetBlue Park. It's the Red Sox, man. They, they got a great following, man. I, I had a friend that showed up yesterday, and uh, she said, "There's no Braves fans out here," and I'm like. 
Hey, it's Boston Red Sox, man. <laughs> Everybody loves Boston. There was a few. There was some, a couple Braves fans. There was fans, a couple hats. But you're right. It was, uh, it was a lot of Boston people. It was... I'll be honest with you, it was, it was disgusting. But you know what? <laughs> it was still fun to see baseball played. And uh, Snicker talks about a lot of different things. We'll react to a lot more of what he said coming up in our next segment. But the thing that I picked up on most, and Brian, you've mentioned this a couple times, is he said it, I think, three different times in that interview. Nobody's going to pick us. We're going to be the underdog. I know we're the returning champions from the division, but we can't think of it that way. And, right. and ever, you know, we're going to we're going to be the the underdog team this season. Well, he's exactly right. I mean, I think all the fans that love baseball is looking at what the Phillies did, the Mets, the, the Nets. It's going to be a tough East division, and we never get respect. I mean, the Braves are used to that in the last couple of years. So, even winning the division. They're not going to be the favorites coming in, and uh, he knows that. The team knows that, and that's the position that they want to be in, to go out there and continue to prove people wrong. He also spoke about Dansby Swanson in that interview. We'll let you hear from Dansby Swanson coming up next and talk about what his season might be like this year. Johan Camargo right behind him as well. Uh, That's all coming up and more here on our spring training show, brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. We got you till noon here, right right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to spring training here live from Orlando, live from our beautiful 92.9 The Game broadcast center. Mm-hmm. Just, what, just a mile or so away from where the Braves are going to be playing another spring training game this afternoon. We'll head over there when we're off the air today at noon. I'm Andy Bunker alongside Brian Jordan and Joe Patrick, bringing you the spring training show brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. Now, before we hear from Dansby Swanson in a couple minutes, I want to react to some of what we heard there from Snit. Hold it. Before we react, at the beginning of the show, you talked about how the fans were stopping Brian Jordan. I got to give my man Andy Bunker a lot of credit because a little kid came up and said, Bunker mentality. That's right. And I was like, holy cow, man. I just want to be in your presence, Andy. That is awesome. What you guys don't know is I paid that kid. <laughs> I paid that kid to come up and say that because so many people were asking Brian for his autograph. I felt jealous. No, you know what? That was that to me. That got my attention. Though, that was pretty because cool because a little kid said bunker mentality. Yeah, was that like, was awesome. And he's he was head on uh, what Boston stuff. Yeah, he was yeah. a Boston fan. Yeah. Man. So congratulations, Andy. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was amazing. Also, we do want to encourage you guys uh, as we're on the air till noon today. To tweet us questions that you may have. I mean, obviously, uh, we're getting excited for Braves baseball less than, than two weeks away, but we're down here. We had a chance to be at the game yesterday. We're in the locker room pregame, postgame, on the field, talk to a bunch of people. Um, you know, we can provide a little bit of access that maybe you're, uh, you're unable to find other places. At 92.9 The Game on Twitter. Any questions you may have, Braves-related, we've got the Twitter feed up in front of us, and we'll be, uh, we'll be firing through the questions as the show goes. Almost like a, like a two-hour and 15-minute two AMA, Braves-related, until we're off the yeah. air at noon. Anything you want to know, just mm-hmm. throw it at us, at 92.9 The Game on Twitter. Um, all right, so Snit, obviously a lot of fun to talk to him yesterday. He seemed about as relaxed as you could possibly be going into this season. You asked Brian about that earlier, Joe, how, how vital that is for the manager to set the tone, especially, look, I, I know that he says they're going to be underdogs, but they're also defending National League East champs. There's a little bit of expectation there. You know, and, and that's important for him to get off to a good start as far as a speech to these young guys, to his veterans coming into spring training. Hey, guys, we won last year. Remember that feeling. Because now there's no hiding Acuna 
everybody knows Acuna. Everybody knows Albies. They know the young talent that we have coming. So it's no more sneaking up on teams. So that, to me, is critical. You have to send that message early, and Snick did that to his team. And I think that it's great that they last year they were able to win the division, and now they have a reference point. Now they can, yeah. they can go back in their minds and remember – Snicker said this yesterday. He said, you know, we go back and remember that feeling, remember the hard work that it took to get to to the end of the season and that feeling that you felt when when you uh, accomplished your goal there. So I think that that's really important for the mentality of the team to have that. When you when you've never done it before, I think it can kind of feel a little bit ambiguous like out there in the clouds as a as a dream, you know. And you know, for a manager in in Snick's situation with all these young guys coming up last year. I mean, we were funneling pitchers in and out and in and out all season long and to be able to win the division with not having stability along the way, it takes a tough group of guys to stay connected like a family. And that's, you know, that's what I saw all year. I mean, guys having fun, starting to believe in themselves as the season went on. Acuna started getting comfortable. He was brought up. And people were saying, wow. And, you know, even his teammates were like, man, we got we got a chance. And to see those guys celebrate Comeback victories. Yeah. Nick Markake is to walk off home run to start the season. Right. I mean, he really set the tone for the season, man. Mm-hmm. So, to me, as a manager, you got to find a way to connect the young guys, the veterans, and, and make them feel like a family. And I think Brian Snicker did a great job of that last year. There was also guys, as you're going to have in, in any season, dealing with injuries, attempting to play through injuries, and look, maybe even being – negatively impacted by the injuries that they were dealing with all season. I think Dansby Swanson probably was the poster child for that. Yeah. Brian, you talked to us yesterday. You know, We're, we're driving three hours to, to Fort Myers. There's plenty of time to talk <laughs> yeah. about baseball. You talked about how when, when you had an injury earlier in your career, I think it was your, your labrum, you said, yeah, right? shoulder. And, uh-huh. and it, it changed the way you followed through. Therefore, it changed the way that you swung. And sort of everything was a domino effect off of that. Dansby played almost the entire season with with an injured wrist. Right. He, he hurt himself in April last year. That's what people talk about it happening later in the summer. It happened in April. He finally got surgery this off season and we'll let you hear from him in a few minutes about how he feels now, but that's something that I think is is important to remember and and hopefully maybe give you some optimism about Dansby headed into this year that he's better. You know, and and that's something that I enjoy talking about because I felt Dansby's pain last year. Here a young guy you know, after having a great September, the Braves made him the poster child. There's so much pressure to deal with. And I felt like it was unfair pressure at the time. I mean, that's tough for anybody to handle. And to be a young guy, you have to be on a field. And and when you're on the spotlight of everybody, radar, you want to perform. And you got to sometimes fight through pain. Early in my career, I had a torn labrum. And every time I took a full swing, my shoulder would pop out. Oh. And I would pop it back in. Mm. But I didn't want to leave that lineup because high expectations was on young Brian Jordan, this two-sport guy. You know, he's the next, you know, big thing in St. Louis. I had to perform despite the injury. So I had to make some adjustments, shorten my swing, and, and I played well. Yeah. Uh, and I guess Dansby, you know, a shoulder and a wrist totally different. When your hands are affected, man, I tell you, it is really tough to be able to swing that bat on a consistent basis and even throw the ball. And I I tipped my cap to Dansby Swanson last year, fighting through that pain, not talking about it, not letting the fans know how serious it was. But he competed, man, and, and it's good to see him healthy this year and excited 
about being able to go out there and just be himself again. Yeah, I didn't realize how serious it was until we actually sat down and talked to him. And and you know, you'll hear that audio yeah. in a second, just of the way it was kind of. We affecting got it his raw, day-to-day. man. Nobody yeah. got that raw <laughs> footage from Dansby like we got. That's it. That's right. But I also thought it was eye-opening from Snicker talk when you had. Andy had asked him about Acuna and, and the, kind of the expectations on him, and Snicker said, you know, I don't want to put any expectations on him, and I think that that's something that, you know, the organization can learn from with what's happened with Dansby, and I think that this is going to be a really important year for him, and it, he'll be a fascinating figure to watch throughout the season um, because of the way he's situated in this organization with a guy like Johan Camargo, who's kind of breathing down his neck a bit, yeah. who could be a super utility guy, like, like Brian Snicker was saying, but if he's producing at the plate, and and Dansby isn't, and he can and, and Camargo can play short. Then maybe you know that that dynamic could change. So it'll be something to keep. It's an not out, an out. if Camargo plays <laughs> yeah, short. Yeah. He came he up playing short. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's so going to play everything. He, he plays yeah. so many positions. Now, I can't keep track. He played right, right field yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he looked pretty good and out there in right field yesterday. Looked really good. We'll talk about Camargo coming up top of the ten o'clock hour. I do want to let folks hear our conversation with Dansby yesterday, though. Uh, again, all of our interviews from spring training exclusively brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. We spoke with Dansby Swanson yesterday, and here's that conversation. And uh, Dansby, first of all, how's the wrist, man? I know all the fans are asking the question. Uh, first of all, thankful to be healthy. Uh, last year was long with dealing with it, you know. Um, it definitely kind of changed life a little bit, like certain things you can and can't do. But back to normal now, which is great. Uh, just thankful to be healthy and to be able to do what I do and do what I love. So last year, I know you were playing injured, man, and, and fans don't know. I mean, you've been playing. You were playing injured what the last month of the season, just trying to fight through it. What What I got surgery on, I'd been dealing with since April in Chicago so uh, yeah pretty much pretty much five months out of the season so uh, but like I said that's behind us and we're uh, we're excited for the season so is there anything that that feels weird anything you do now that you didn't feel weird before that because of the surgery just feels different well you know it feels normal now it's like I can put on a shirt the right way and like put on a backpack because before before I remember I remember when I the first time I could finally put like my backpack on without being worried I like called somebody and I was like I just put my backpack on like yeah because it it, it was just it was it was nuts Um, and so glad that it's behind me so you know what last year no expectations you guys win the division I mean how different is this spring training I know injury wise for you it's different but coming into this spring training I know Snick probably had some good things to say at the beginning of spring training what's the attitude of the team I I think at the end of the day what made us so successful last year and and what's going to help propel us to where we want to get to this year is is we're the only thing that matters and, and when I say that is we value what our team thinks and what we believe because as soon as you start getting caught up on everything that's said outside you know these walls that's when uh, things start to break down so we're, we're not concerned about that we're really just focused on putting out the best product every single day that we can and if we do that then we know that we'll set ourselves up for where we want to be we've been hearing about these young pitchers for a long time and a lot of the guys have a chance to make the team this year what's it like for you to be playing behind some of these guys throughout spring uh it's fun i mean it's just it's pretty amazing to see um the stuff and the and the electricness of what these guys can bring to the table and i i think i almost got spoiled at it when i was in college because we always had good arms you know and uh it almost became normal 
and then you come here and it's still the same way and it's like what would be any different and then you hear guys that have been a part of other organizations that are here now or that left here to go to other places and they're like it's just not that's just not how it is it's uh, pretty remarkable how much talent there is and uh, it's something that's definitely going to uh, impact us for a long time to come goals coming into the season what are they for Dansby when <laughs> there you go baby simple <laughs> keep it simple awesome yeah that's it that's it that's what I do that's what I love thanks man cool. appreciate it man. appreciate it great stuff from Dansby Swanson from yesterday I love the goals win that's it win personal it goals simple, all right baby. just want to win I also want to react and we'll do this at the top of the 10 o'clock hour to the fact that he couldn't put on a backpack last yeah. year. Yeah. How are you supposed to hit a Clayton Kershaw curveball if you can't even put on a backpack without wincing, among whatever else you're supposed to do as a Major League Baseball player? Uh, we'll get into all that. We'll get into everything else Braves-related in the 10 o'clock hour as well. A ton more coming your way from the spring training show live from Orlando, brought to you by Atlanta Peach Movers. There's no tree in our name. Two more hours left. We'll be right back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.